It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Welcome to the Uncooperative Radio Show with Brian Bonner, the finest uncooperative conservative radio on the net. Kicking down the walls, blowing away the smoke screens. You cockroaches, and you know who you are. You can run, but you can't hide. Brian Bonner stands for truth, justice. And the American way. Enemies of America, foreign and domestic, consider yourself on notice. Uncooperative radio is coming for you. The Uncooperative Radio Show. I'm your host, Brian Bonner from UncooperativeBlogger.com. You're listening to UncooperativeRadio.com. And I'm here with my lovely wife and producer, Susan. Say hello, Susan. Hello, American Patriots. All right, what are we talking about this fine evening? On Thursdays, we start with the Pledge of Allegiance. And we didn't finish They Blinded Me with Science, so we will do so today. Uh, we have a lot of questions to answer this show, like uh, what are the unions up to and what's up with our schools? Then it was the start of World War II on Tuesday in 1939, time for another history lesson, followed by the political, political smackdown, if I could say it right, and health busters, if we get to it. There's always that... Caveat? Yes. If we get to it? It has to be. <laughs> it's like when they talk about drugs, and they start talking about the side effects. <laughs> what is that called? Anyway, today is Thursday, so it's time for the pledge. All right, Patriots, hand over heart, face the flag. You don't have a flag, get a flag. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Now we can get back to that indivisible by getting rid of all the check boxes. Oh man, we're starting off with they blinded me with science? Well, we're continuing it because we didn't get to finish it and you wanted to talk about the one big robotic foot. Oh yeah. Mm. <laughs> you said we didn't talk about the one big dun, robotic dun. foot. Dun, 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 no, dun, that's Healthbusters. I thought we were doing health busters. Later on. Oh, okay. Uh, this is uh, from Live Science. One big robotic foot and then the other. That's how a man wearing a clunky-looking exoskeleton makes his way across the room. The machine's motors are noisy and its movements are painfully slow, but these details seem to fade into the background when you realize how the man is controlling the cumbersome contraption. He's doing it with his mind. 
the exoskeleton, a robotic device that fits around a man's hips and legs, is part of a new technology being developed by researchers in Germany and Korea. The other part is a dark cap on the man's head, covered with electrodes that facilitate the connection between the brain and the machine. The man wearing the exoskeleton in the experiment can walk on his own. He's one of the participants in the researcher's newly published study. But the scientists think their new mind-controlled device could one day be used by people who can't walk, such as those who have suffered severe spinal cord injuries, or people with neurodegenerative diseases like amyotrophic lateral sclerosis, which is ALS. Lots of researchers are working to develop technologies that help people regain control over their movements through a combination of robotics and brain power. Formerly known as brain-computer interface control systems, in two, why do we need to know that? In 2011, a woman who suffered a stroke that left her unable to move lifted a cup with a robotic arm that she manipulated with her thoughts. In 2012, another woman, this one a quadriplegic, suffering from spinocerebellar degeneration, doled out a few high fives and ate a piece of chocolate using a similar mind-controlled robotic arm. But these, these technologies differ from the new brain-controlled exoskeleton in a very important way. In order to manipulate either of the, these robotic arms with their brains, the patient had to first undergo invasive brain surgery. Surgeons implanted teeny electronics into the patient's brain that, when connected to the external wires, allowed the patient's brain that when connected to the external wires allowed the woman to control the robotic arms using electrical impulses from their brains. I'd be worried about getting infection in the cerebellum. But the brain-computer interface developed by the researchers at Korea University in Seoul, at South Korea, and the Technological University of Berlin doesn't require brain surgery in order to control the exoskeleton. Now, how much of this research was funded by the United States? I, I wonder. You know what I'm no saying? No idea. And in other countries, not even in our own country. I other have countries. No idea. That's the problem. <laughs> um, because we know, you know for a fact that we give money to South Korea. Yeah, we have troops on the border of North Korea and South Korea. I think it's something like 40 or 40,000. I have no idea, but uh, they shouldn't be there. <laughs> no, they should be on our border. Anyway, actually, the state guard should be on the border. I'm not calling it the National Guard anymore, because it's not the National Guard. It doesn't belong to the nation. It belongs to the state. So it's like the New York State Guard, the Montana, Montana state, state Guard, guard. not National Guard. And that's very important because the National Guard was made national by legislation, and you can't do that. So they still belong to the state, so we just got to change the name to make everybody understand 
that the governor and the state legislature decide whether or not you're allowed to call up their guard. And when you call up their guard, they're not to be used outside of the nation. It was never intended to be allowed to call up the militia to fight a a war on foreign soil. It was only for defense of the nation. But we're being overrun and we have no state guard doing anything about it. Again, the problem, we've got to take our states back. Uh, where was it with this Korea stuff? <clears throat> in order to control the exoskeleton, study subjects first strap on a cap covered in small electrodes that cling to their scalps. The skull caps are the tools that are that connect the subject's brain to the exoskeleton, the researchers said, and are commonly used in electroencephalograms, EEGs, a method of recording electrical activity by placing conductive materials on the scalp. The brain waves are then plotted on a chart, much like heart rate. In the exoskeleton study, the EEG cap was used to pick up very particular brain signals, those created by what the researchers call steady state visual evoked potentials, SSVEPs. Essentially, the electrodes detect flashing lights, the researchers said. A small controller jutting out from the exoskeleton holds a set of light-emitted diodes that light up in a different pattern. The patterns represent specific commands that the exoskeleton can carry out such as stand up, sit down, walk, turn left, turn right. The person wearing the exoskeleton stares at one of these lights. For example, the one that corresponds to the command for taking a step forward. His brain produces a particular electrical signal in response to seeing the light. That signal is picked up by the electrode cap, which sends the brain signal information to a computer via a wireless connection. The computer then translates the brain signals into the appropriate command and sends that command to the exoskeleton. And within a few seconds, the exoskeleton takes a step forward. Now you know why it's so slow. My goodness. But the good news is they're, they're heading in the right direction. They'll eventually be able to figure this out and make it less cumbersome and less slow. Uh, well, that assumes we have science, you know, in a couple of years. I don't know. Where was I? Do you remember? You were talking about the lights and takes a step forward. Yeah, okay. The setup is robust and intuitive. Robust? I don't know why I would call it robust. According to Klaus Mueller. A professor in the computer science department at TU and lead author of the new paper outlining the research. And no, I said his name that way because they put two dots over the U, which means that's how you're supposed to pronounce it. I wasn't making fun of him. Although, robust. Think not. Technology is considered robust because the interface still works even though the exoskeleton creates all kinds of electrical signals that could interfere with a person's brain signals. 
And it's intuitive because despite all of the steps involved in the brain control process, it's actually pretty simple to get the exoskeleton to do what you want it to do, Mueller told Live Science. But the brain-computer interface is not without its quirks. For one thing, all 12 participants in the study had to be screened for epilepsy before participating. And even Mueller said that staring at the interface's flashing LEDs for extended periods of time gives him a headache. In the future, the researchers hope to create a similar system that causes less visual fatigue, Mueller said. The other obstacle standing in the exoskeleton's way is cost. Not only do the researchers need to conduct all kinds of expensive clinical studies before getting these devices anywhere near patients in the real world, the patients themselves will then have to pay for them. Getting insurance companies to cover the cost of this futuristic but potentially life-altering tech could be the hardest part of the process, Mueller said. Wait, doesn't Obamacare provide for everything? Doesn't Obamacare cover all health care costs? I, I thought so. Yeah, They even call it the Affordable Care Act because it's not so affordable. Don't they pay? Oh, no, wait, this is a medical device. He puts taxes on it. That's yeah, right. That's nice. He does. <laughs> To make it more expensive so people can't afford it. You know, before you go on to the unions, we're still on science. I wanted to bring up to the folks, like I said to them before, we're catching up on old movies because we don't get Netflix or any of that stuff. And we watch them on the Internet and we download them for free, which is awesome. But we were watching Jurassic World. And again, with science, what is up with people trying to bring dinosaurs back into the world? Didn't they know they eat people? We were amazed, well, weren't we? No, most of them don't eat people. But that was the thing. They, the people didn't like it. They wanted to see the, the big, scary, man-eating dinosaurs. They didn't care about the ones that act like cows and herbivores and stegosaurus. They just move around slow and eat a bunch of vegetation and don't bother anybody until... An Allosaurus or a Tyrannosaurus Rex comes around. But, of course, they didn't even just do that. They mixed and matched genetic code. It wasn't a Tyrannosaurus Rex. It was a, I don't know, whatever the heck Rex. Because they manipulated the genes and made it even smarter. <laughs> so now you have a man-eating Tyrannosaurus Rex that's as smart as a Velociraptor. Yes, they have Velociraptor genes in there. I know. Just what before the, I keep saying it, just before you can't, just because you can, doesn't exactly. mean you should. Exactly. That was this discussion we were having during the movie and after the movie, and again, thinking that they can control things like they they train the. Control is always an illusion. They train the. Well, I know everybody out there saw the movie. That's why I'm talking about it because it's old, but. It's not old. It's 2015. Yeah, but it's already old. I mean, it's out of the theaters already. Otherwise, we wouldn't yeah, be able to get it. I think it's like awesome. That I can was, download them for free. The Velociraptors, they decided that they were going to train them like pets. <laughs> yeah, I, he did train them. But, you know, that, I tried to explain that those creatures will only follow those commands when it benefits them. The minute it no longer benefits them, they're not going to follow those commands. Sure enough, when the people 
instead of food they're supposed to eat, when people fell into their cage, they ate them. <laughs> Despite all the whistle blowing and clickety clicking and snapping fingers. <laughs> I just had to bring that up because we're talking about science, and you and I were like, you know, it's amazing. <laughs> when are they going to learn their lesson? Because, you know, we actually did do a story. They're trying to do this right now well, in to lab. Be fair, to, to be fair, the trainer said that they're nuts for doing this, and you're not going to be able to... You're not going to be able to train them in all situations. You can't put people around velociraptors. They're very smart. They work in teams. Anyway, I just wanted to bring that up. I'm going to bring up another movie we watched. Velociraptor is <laughs> like my favorite. But in reality, I did a lot of research on it. They they say they it seems like they had feathers. So they look like big chickens. I always said my chickens look like velociraptors. Their feet do. The whole thing about them do. <laughs> All right, what are the unions up to? All right, well, I... Oh, wow, she was... Oh, she has something to press or something? Yes, I want to remind folks, this is an old clip, but this is what unions really believe. So I want to play this before we get on to oh, it. She's been diving into my archive yes. of sound bites. Yes, I have. Uh -huh. Unfortunately, they're still timely. That's the sad part. It is sad. So listen to this, ladies and gentlemen. The law is broken in America. That's why in the UAW we're saying direct action. We're not going to rely on the law if employers violate the workers' First Amendment rights, the freedom of association, freedom of free speech, the right to be in a union and have collective bargaining. We're going to ask our allies and friends in the progressive community internationally to join us in branding them as human rights violators. And, and you will see a massive growth, I think, in the labor movement. T-Mobile, CAW, all kinds of unions are saying we're finding other ways to protect workers' rights. And then there's 40-some million people that are excluded from the right to bargain. If you're an independent contractor, if you're a home care worker, uh, if you're a taxi cab driver in New York, we're going after them and saying there's new ways. Just like they didn't wait for the law and the sit-down strike. We're going after them and saying, we're going to represent you. We're going to work with you to represent you. Forget about the law. This is not more than that. So we're looking at new types of organizing drives. Plaza is one of the, the most exciting international organizing drives that, that I've heard of in a long time. Uh, CWN uh, is working in, in international uh, drives as well. Isn't that great? Just How many times did they their say? Their right to collective bargaining. I will point out that that is a human rights violation. A union is a human rights violation. It means you will never get paid for your worth. Period. You will only get paid what everybody else gets paid. How many times? Collective they, bargaining. Uh, how many times did they say international? Oh, well, they've all gone international and hooked up with the ISO, you know. And he, he brought up a historical uh, fact that when the Grange was happening... They didn't care about the law back then either, and they were thugs. They were killing people. These, they're thugs here. These thugs are just will be killing people sooner or later. Trust me. Uh, you know, look, the union benefits the union, not the worker. Look, the us workers do what? Bust our butt, get dirty. What? Do the, and what do the union people do? 
own nothing. They live in offices with nice suits that we pay for, drive nice cars that we pay for, have a really good, I mean, they're living high on the hog up there. Uh, if they were so great and they were all about the workers, how come the they don't get that stuff for the workers? How come the workers just shut up, you stay here for the rest of your life? You know, there's no plan to work, get out and find a better job. And by the and unions have killed manufacturing in this country, destroyed it. And the unions want to keep destroying crap. Now it's health care. What's it going to be next? Well, they got to get rid of those pesky guns sooner or later. So we know that's just waiting in the hopper. And by the way, I think they when are they going to Mexico to talk about the UN? small arms treaty they did last week last week or the week before i know it was like at least a week or two weeks ago i bet if i look he signed it didn't he i bet if we do look he yes he did because he sent carrie there and carrie's his boy well carrie approved it uh yeah well hitler he tried to do that too hitler agreed to these things too but then someone explained to her that that means nothing until the senate ratifies it so now they've been trying to change that because that's too hard to get th- their agenda done just like the democrats when they took cry oh we got to take away the filibuster on these appointees it's just too hard to meet that that threshold we got to get things done or just change the rules in the middle of the game uh but that's that those rules mean nothing to them they change them on a whim it, it, even in their own minds if they change them account. It seems. And the Clintons, man, Bill could get away with all that, you know, I've got the force, Luke. Yeah, I know. These are not the droids you're looking for. I know, you say it all the time, say it every show. (laughs) Reparsing everything constantly. Everything, totally constantly reparsing everything. Whether she knew or whether she didn't know, and she should have known, she was transmitting classified information and storing it illegally. Everything she did violates the Espionage Act. So why is she still walking around? Why isn't she in jail? And how can she, if she's already, she is violating, she's guilty of it. She just hasn't gone through the process. Uh, and She's not allowed to run for office. What happens if she becomes the nominee and this all doesn't get straightened out to like right before the election? That's why the Democrat Party's going nuts. That's why they're looking at Biden. And these idiots come on and say, oh, he'd be an excellent candidate. The American people love Joe Biden. No, sir. We love to laugh at Joe Biden. We already have a president that makes us miserable and is laughable as uh, being called the president because he's a puppet. All right. I don't know why we did all that, but we did. And do we have the thing about the woman in Kentucky? Yes. Yes, we do. Because otherwise I would talk about it now. Yes, we do. All right. <clears throat> it's not the end, is it? No. We really got to talk about that. All right, so what are the unions up to? From the S-O-Shade Press, 
It could be easier for unions to bargain for better pay and working conditions on behalf of millions of workers at McDonald's, Burger King, and other fast food chains after a National Labor Relations Board ruling on Thursday. You know that they already have, McDonald's already has robots in Europe, right? You you raise the rate, you raise the, you keep raising the what they got to pay the workers, and they're gonna buy the robots. That's what I said when I read this because they want to wait. They want to next thing you know there'll be a union for robots. <laughs> they want to raise the minimum wage, and then they're doing this stuff, unionize them. They have no other choice. They're forcing their hand. Yeah, but they they don't learn. They keep doing it. It's like because they don't care. They want to destroy everything. They've already got poor people that were working at McDonald's, Burger King, and other fast food restaurants working part-time so they don't have to pay for the benefits and don't have to get the penalty. And that means they're, they're like working a shift at McDonald's, then they go work a shift at Burger King, and they kind of ship, switch places, you know? The Burger King people go to McDonald's, and McDonald's people go to Burger King. And I'm not kidding you, that is what has been going on. Because they're all part-time positions, see? And, you know, one woman in Walmart, one of the checkout, uh, checkout girls, she said the same thing. This was her second part-time job. She had just left another part-time yeah. job earlier. Because that's what everybody's doing now. Part-time, only part-time. Because, look, benefits you haven't learned from the car industry yet. These benefits and pensions are cancerous. They're horrible. Eventually, you you cannot sustain them because you keep putting more and more people retired on the pension as years go by. And before you know it, there's more people getting paid for doing nothing than is actually producing something. Hence, the automobile industry, and that's what unions do. That's what you do. I don't care once upon a time, blah, blah, blah. Once upon a time, there was a lot of blah, 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 and it tends to be straightened out pretty easily without having thugs come around, organize crime to try and get better, I don't know, whatever, the pay, benefits, work conditions, whatever your particular problem was. Look at the corruption that went on. They finally got the corrupt, organized crime out of there, but the people that filled their place... They're just as corrupt. They're just not part of organized crime. Yes, unions are great. If you're a slacker, unions are great. If you're afraid of trusting yourself to provide for your own future. But I hate the word ruling, by the way. But sometimes it's appropriate judicially, but I, I just hate the word. The ruling which came from a case involving a waste management company and its staffing company refines the board's standard for determining when parties can be identified as employers. Now understand, the Labor Relations Board has one Republican on it and two Democrats on it. And the Democrats always vote together, and the Republican can't do anything. I thought and there's supposed to be more... They're empty seats, but they're not filling them because they keep trying to fill them with progressives, and they're not getting. They're they're not appointing them. I think they did one. Didn't they get a fourth on there? Now? I thought if the FCC was the one that had the one Republican and the two Democrats. Oh no, though that was the NLRB, and uh, I think I thought there they were had like five two seats. There were two seats unfilled because they couldn't get they couldn't get past the filibuster to 
put another prog in there. It's bad enough and, you know, two to one. But when the Republicans tried to do it, did it too, the, the Democrats blocked them. And that's why the seats were open. I thought they got another prog in there recently. When they, you know, when they banned the rules about filibustering appointees. I'd look it up on the internet, but I'm afeard. Yeah, don't mess with our internet. <laughs> We've been having a horrible, horrible time with the internet. Anyway, back to the opinion, as I call it. The decision, as they call it, could have broader implications for unions that have struggled to organize workers at fast food restaurants, which are often run by franchisees who consider themselves small business owners, but pay fees and adhere to standards set by companies like Wendy's and Yum Brands, which owns KFC, Pizza Hut, and Taco Bell. They are small business owners. They are, because the, they are franchisees. Right. The, the people that own McDonald's here in Butte, they also own the McDonald's in Anaconda, and it's a family. It's family run. It doesn't matter if they have to. It, of course, you have to have a, the brand. If you're going to have franchise, you have to you have to continue it in your store. So you got to have the same store, the same look, the same signs, the same paper towels, etc. But when comes time for taxes, the franchisee is a small business owner because he's not going to make millions of dollars. And he's the one that has to pay for all that nonsense. They're not organizing with the national. They're trying to organize the individual restaurants, which is another reason it's not working. And the other reason is it's hard enough to find jobs. You start, as employees start making a stink, you can be added to the unemployment line in a flash. There's plenty of people that can work at McDonald's. I hate to break it to you. That's not like, you know, rocket science or anything. Come on. They, they got pictures on the registers. You could be an idiot and work at McDonald's. I think I could train a monkey to do it. And I'm not kidding. And they may. <laughs> it's going to be monkeys or, or robots very shortly because they're not going to pay $15 an hour for idiots that work at McDonald's and, and fast food restaurants. They just they're have... the idiots that yet haven't got enough work experience to work their way out of the doldrums that they exist in. Or they're retirees. There's a lot of older well, people working in certain in, places. Like, around here there is. In other places, a lot of legal aliens. What are you going to do? But, look... Unions are cancer to the economy. They're, it's like having a second national government sucking the money out of the economy and doing what they want with it. I, I, I just can't understand how people, I know it's touchy-feely, you know, workers, you care about workers. I've been a worker all my whole life. I come from a family of union men. Unions suck. They got in my way constantly. I don't like getting paid the same amount as someone is doing nothing. Or worse yet, killing people. <laughs> and with that, we'll go to a short commercial break. So Cooperative Radio Show, you stay tuned, cause we'll be right back. You live here? Yes. Well, maybe you know what a zombie is. When a person dies and is buried, it seems there's certain voodoo priests who, who have the power to bring him back to life. Oh, horrible. It's worse than horrible because a zombie has no will of his own. 
You see them sometimes walking around blindly with dead eyes, following orders, not knowing what they do, not caring. You mean like Democrats? Grandma, can you come out and play? Sure, Ellie. Oh, my. You might want to come here and help Grandma. What's the matter, Grandma? Can't you stand? Oh, sorry, honey. It's my knees. They don't work the way they used to. Does this ever happen to you? Are you on Medicare? You may qualify for a pain-relieving knee brace at little or no cost to you. Call the health hotline to see if you qualify. Our friendly agents are standing by 24-7 to help you. We also have braces for your shoulder, ankle, or back pain. And if you're covered by Medicare, you may qualify for free delivery. Grandma, slow down. I can't keep up. Maybe you can use a knee brace too, Ellie. (laughs) Catch me if you can, kiddo. Call now to get your pain-relieving knee brace. 800-368-6704. 800-368-6704. That's 800-368-6704. Do you use Viagra or Cialis? Have you been thinking about trying Viagra or Cialis? What if we could promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for Viagra, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call 800-764-9168 and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for Viagra. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in an unmarked package. Call us right now, 800-764-9168. 800-764-9168. That's 800-764-9168. Operation Homefront operates programs with the goal of making a difference in military family quality of life. They serve younger families of deployed service members, typically in the ranks of E1 through E6 in all branches of the armed forces. Operation Homefront provides a wide range of programs and is dedicated to helping the families our troops leave behind. For more information, please visit their website at operationhomefront.net. If you're struggling to pay or haven't been making your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? Are your student loans past due or even in default? Can't go back to school because of an old student loan problem? We can help you if you qualify. Your student loans can be taken out of default. We can stop the wage garnishments, stop the collection calls, and stop the seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and see if we can help you reduce your student loan payments. One quick 10-minute call could solve them right now. So call the Student Loan Helpline now. 800-215-6813. 800-215-6813. 800-215-6813. This is a fee-based document preparation service to help you access free government programs. Call for complete details. Not available in all states.
Okay, and welcome back to the Uncooperative Radio Show. And back to the poor people and and the uh, franchises. And monkeys. Monkeys or robots are coming. <laughs> keep monkeys up, keep, and robots. Keep screwing with the franchise. They did it in, Euro- in the European Union. Why wouldn't they do it here? Yep, why do we follow the same idiotic things they do over there? That's what this union's doing. It's And it's all about them making more money, really. So, if you're in a union, I'm sorry. But like I said, the only people that benefit in unions, because it is collective bargaining, are the slackers. So those companies have said they do not have control over decisions about hiring, firing, or pay at locations run by franchisees. That has made it difficult for unions to organize across the entire restaurant chain, since they would have to deal with a patchwork of hundreds or thousands of franchisees. Good! Go away, you parasite! But the Labor Relations Board's ruling could make it easier for unions to bargain with corporations like McDonald's on behalf of workers instead. In its decision, the National Labor Relations Board said Browning Ferris Industries is a joint employer along with Lead Point Business Services, a staffing agency that supplied it with workers. In evaluating whether a party would qualify as a joint employer, the board said Thursday that it will consider factors such as whether the party exercised control over the terms of employment, indirectly through an intermediary, or whether it was reserved has reserved the authority to do so previously parties had to have exercised direct operational and supervisory control over an employee to be considered joint employer republic services the parent company of browning ferris said the ruling overturned 30 years of settled law this unnecessary change to why we have unelected people making decisions like this this NLRB is unconstitutional, and it, 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 even if it wasn't, you just need to get on the phone and tell them to get rid of it. No more National Labor Relations Board. It's none of the darn federal government's business. By the way, so is setting minimum wage. Not in the Constitution. Not a power for the national government. But they have stolen it like all the other powers, and they are using it like all the other powers. The International Franchise Association, which represents franchises such as McDonald's Corp., also opposed the ruling. The Service Employees International Union, also a leading cases before the Labor Relations Board, alleging labor violations at multiple McDonald's locations around the country. In those charges, which have not yet been heard, McDonald's Corp. is named as a joint employer. Labor groups have argued that McDonald's and others should be considered joint employers, along with franchisees, since they exert so much control over how franchisees run their business. In its ruling Thursday, the National Labor Relations Board noted that there would be more than 2.8 million workers in the U.S. who were employed through temporary agencies last summer, and that is a previous joint employer standard has failed to keep pace with the changes in the marketplace and economic circumstances. Uh, None of the national government's business and by the way that'll be 2.8 million workers fired 
The union doesn't care. They only care about unionizing you. If that causes you to be fired, they don't care. Obviously, they didn't care about the auto industry going under. The Teamsters Union said the board's decision would help protect millions of workers by holding employers that rely on temporary or contracted workers accountable. Today's decision is another step to show that companies can no longer claim they are not employers when problems arise, the Teamsters said in its statement. Well, they're temporary workers, and if you unionize temporary workers, you'll make them too expensive, and they'll no longer use temporary workers, and the temp agencies and everybody that works there and uh, the workers themselves will all be on unemployment. And the Teamsters Union is rife with this kind of behavior. I had to put up with them in more than one place in New York City. And New York, I should say. Teamsters. Joke. <clears throat> you heard me. Any Anybody that wasn't driving a truck that's part of the Teamsters gets a big shaft from that union. And they're used as leverage to get more money for the people that drive the big rigs. That's what the Teamsters do. Just like just like AFL-CIO. Uh, that was my union when I was New York City paramedic. Forced into it. And never did anything for me, ever. Just takes my money and, you know, just like eats all our eggs. This one really bothers me because I've been... You know, I started a long time ago when they were raising it, raising the question of how this could happen. I said, I don't know if it's going to happen, but this is why it could happen, and this is why these minimum wage laws are no good. They're unconstitutional anyway, so no one should listen to them, but they're not good for anybody. Well, for a handful, but not not the people they supposedly are trying to... What's the word? When they're trying to represent... You see, like, we got thrown under the bus for, believe it or not, they used us to get more money for people that were like floor sweepers and hairstylists and all those kinds of people that were in the same union. We never made as much as the garbage men, for goodness sakes. All right, moving along from World Net Daily. Okay, but what is this? What is what? Oh, I missed it. See, that should be on the next page, that's why. Sorry. What's up with our schools? Well, you know what I have to play for this one, right? Our favorite girl. Uh, oh, no, not that. <laughs> oh, oh, right. oh, I'm sorry, but we have to. No, no, we're not doing the stupid girl. Oh, that's what I thought you were talking about. No, no, we're not. I don't know if I'm going to torture people with that anymore. <laughs> I don't know. It's pretty funny. Anyway, no, this is our second favorite girl. Tampon woman. Oh. It's no, it's tampon lady. Lady. Is she a lady, really? No, but she's a tampon lady. <laughs> Here we Push go. the button. We have never invested as much in public education as we should have because we've always had kind of a private notion of children. Your kid is yours and totally your responsibility. We haven't had a very collective notion of these are our children. So part of it is we have to break through our kind of private idea that kids belong to their parents or kids belong to their families and recognize that kids belong to whole communities. Once it's everybody's responsibility and not just the households, then we start making better investments. 
Our favorite prog. Tampon lady. Yeah, Melissa Harris Perry. Good for her for being able to put out the communist agenda so nicely for everybody. It, it sounds like a it sounds like a good idea, right? It just it's so nice the way she puts it. Sorry, my kid is a my kid and my responsibility. Unfortunately, an out of control government can take it all away, and that's what they they're doing. They take kids away from from people all the time that they shouldn't to put in the system, and it doesn't benefit the children. Some of them died for goodness' sakes. Otherwise, we're just lost completely. No one talks about it anymore for some reason. I know I haven't heard a fix yet. Do you want me to get that song file up, stupid girl? Go ahead. <laughs> what's up with our schools? She, she is an example of what's wrong with our schools for sure. Who? Stupid girl. <laughs> stupid girl. Yeah, she's anonymous. She's stupid girl. She's a, she's what we're churning out now as superheroes. <laughs> oh my God! Well, oh man, ah, uh, the schools. You know why? Do, they're not schools. Let's be honest. They're they're indoctrination centers, and now they've actually found a way to remap children's brains called Common Core. You don't get your kids out of there. You've lost them forever. Just do whatever you have to do. Keep them home, homeschool them, put them in private school, whatever you can afford to do. Just not the government schools. You know, if we did this in mass across the country, the whole school system would collapse and we'd, be, we'd see how stupid it was to let the government be in charge of educating our children. More and more people are calling for that, Brian. Well, it'll, if there's not enough people there, that the teachers will all lose their jobs because there's not enough children. They get paid by the child. So every time they you take a child away from them, they lose money. And that's why they're always so pissed off. The more the kids there. And then they tied it to uh, attendance. Notice nobody's allowed to have any days off. And yet there's no truant officers. Well, I don't know what happens in the indoctrination centers nowadays when you just decide not to go to school. In my day, we had truant officers, uh, but we don't well, have that anymore. We did that. And we shouldn't. Who's the government to say your child has to be in school? Hey, enough with the government. We got rid of the truant officers. Now get rid of the problem. Public schools. Well, we had highlighted that uh, article about the girl that didn't go to class because she it was too early in the morning for her. Right. And, th and then she got a diploma anyway, and she wanted to know why New York gave her a diploma she didn't deserve. I, <laughs> yeah, she she actually came out and said, I didn't do it. I shouldn't have got passed. But, they, yeah, they play these games with the with the students' grades. And they do that because not because they care about the children, because the, the teacher is worried about losing her job, and, and that's not what she wants. That's why nobody nobody's left back anymore. Nobody, you ever ever hear of anybody being left back? I'm sorry. There, there has to be more people that come from the group in whole that has multiplied on this country. The, I mean, ugh. my both my brother and my sister got left back. 
I know, and but we nobody does it anymore. We they just Catholic, pass them on. I know. We were in Catholic school, and the ca- and the, the nuns and the principal got together with my parents, and my parents said, yes, if it's going to be better for them to be left back, absolutely do it. And it was. And they had the same issues with moving ahead. Uh, I chose not to be put ahead. I didn't want to. It's too much too much social problems to deal with, and... Uh, it wasn't necessary. I didn't feel the need to graduate earlier. In fact, it turned out I didn't graduate at all. I dropped out my 11th, I think it was 11th grade. Yep. Yeah. I had to, I was living on my own. My mother was in Florida. I was in New York and, uh, I had, I had to work full time. Anyway, I was working at the same time and they took everything away from me that made me want to go to school. So, uh, I'm just like, this is stupid. I can, I don't need a diploma, and I didn't, but I got one anyway. Before my class graduated, I went in and got my high school equivalency. Boy, what an easy test. I didn't study for it or anything. What a ridiculously easy test. It had to be a sixth grade level. It was not difficult at all. I got, I scored very well. Uh, but anyway, those days are gone, I guess. I don't, I don't know anymore what happens to people. You know, they, they they graduate from college, and they said over 50% are functional illiterates. How do you get through college as a functional illiterate? That's ridiculous. My daughter is a functional illiterate, as far as I know. I've never seen her read anything. She refuses to read instructions, and it, it, that that's a tip-off. People always, you have to read the instructions, especially if you're a woman. Guys sometimes get stupid like that. But anyway, no, she's, she's, I've never had seen her re- read anything, to be honest with you. Uh, the stuff she likes to read is just education. You know, it's, it's not educational. It's just entertainment. And so uh, I don't know how a functional illiterate, uh, maybe, maybe because they're okay with that stuff just as long as it doesn't get more complicated. I have no idea. These poor millennials, we have destroyed them. And the next generation is going to be worse. Because millennials can be fixed. If if you're a millennial and, and you're not one of those idiots, and you know what I'm talking about, you need to help those idiots not be idiots. We don't need any more useful idiots in this country. Like, like I don't know, Stupid Girl and Noodle Boy. I should put those two clips together. No, that's too that much. Would, that'd be a conservative <laughs> meltdown. That's like that's three minutes of hell. <laughs> <laughs> I am gonna play her after this stuff, but <laughs> Okay, well, here we are in the indoctrination centers from World Net Daily. Almost two hundred students at a Missouri high school don't care if transgender student Lila Perry identifies as a female. They want the senior to use the boys' locker room. Boys need to have their own locker room. Girls need to have their own locker room. And if somebody has mixed feelings where they are, they need to have their own also. Hillsboro High School student Jeff Childs told KMOVT-TV, the local CBS affiliate, on Monday. On the, their own. So now they've got to build another locker room to accommodate the freaks. I, I have the, Look, all the stuff about bathrooms and locker rooms i can solve the problem this door penises 
Vistor vaginas. No said. Now they can't they can't complain. It doesn't say men and women. It's just this is for people with penises, people with vaginas. There you go. Problem solved. No matter what you feel or want to be, you will have one or the other of those things and you will know where to go to the bathroom so that you're going to the bathroom and locker room with people that have this same things. You know what I'm saying? That solves the problem. It gets past this whole thing about identity, female, male. It's just about genitalia. I cannot believe we're having this conversation about high school students. Yeah, and I can't believe I'm giving the best where? advice I can give is don't put your kids anywhere near these places. Where are the parents? And they're also gun-free zones. I mean, really, where the heck are the parents in all this? Well, they've accepted so much through the years. They don't understand that everything they accepted is accepting unconstitutional crap. If they did, we wouldn't have it. But again... For all the people that have problems with this, you own a business or something, and they're going to start giving you the same problem. Just remember, it's not about male or female. It's about penises and vaginas. Period. I'm telling you, there's no way they could do anything about it. There's no, even in the courts, to, the courts would dare touch that. <laughs> that would be great, though. Uh, yeah, oh, I forget. What was that stupid show so many people liked? Uh, that's oh, skinny anorexic trash of a woman. Uh, and, and the gender neutral bathrooms. Oh my god, really? And these things are starting to come to pass now in some places. Uh, I'm sorry, I don't want to go to the bathroom with women. That's why what I I don't really like going to the bathroom with anybody, frankly. But uh, I, I don't want women in the same bathroom as I'm in. And I'm sure they feel most of them feel the same way. They don't want men in their bathroom. Anyway, so the Hillsville High School Perry, who wants to use the girls' locker room, turned down the school's offer to use a gender-neutral bathroom. The seizure was identified as a girl since age 13. It's because they teach this stuff at age 5. I am a girl. I shouldn't be pushed off to another bathroom. Do you have you a are penis? not a girl. <laughs> Perry, you're not a girl. You were born a boy. Accept it. It's God's will. Suck it up, kid. Embrace the suck. <laughs> I gotta laugh because that could be that... taken in a totally off way. I didn't mean that that way. You, you have to laugh because it's uh, things are getting dicey. Yeah, this person. This is what I I dislike about people like trying to foist themselves upon us. There's a lot of ignorance. They are claiming that they're uncomfortable. I don't believe for a second that they are. I think this is pure and simple bigotry. You are a freak. You shouldn't even be in school with other children. Honest to God. And with that, we're going to go to a break. Sir Quab Radio Show, you stay tuned, cause we'll be right back. It is.
is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, report prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.